0: This episode of Intelligent Medicine is brought to you by Protocol for Life Balance, offering a wide range of professional-grade products using ingredients backed by strong scientific research. Among them, several stand out for relief of occasional minor aches and pains of overexertion, ache action, MSM, and hyaluronic acid. This suite of products may help to support a healthy response to normal physiological stress and promotes a balanced response to joint stress, flexibility, and mobility. They're backed by solid scientific data And available now at drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. That's drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance for more information and to order. Welcome back to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and we're talking to Dr. John Connell. Dr. Connell uh, is author of... um, Uh, numerous papers and blogs on the subject of vitamin D. He's an MD uh, and founder and CEO of the Vitamin D Council, which he started in 2003. And I got to say, you know, I owe you a profound debt of gratitude, uh, Dr. Cannell, because uh, I've long been a proponent of uh, vitamin D. In fact, I think I may have been one of the first to start routinely testing for it in uh, New York City uh, way back in Uh the early 90s or, you know, late 80s perhaps. Uh, but, uh, you know, thanks to your work, we've really validated the importance of vitamin D and, uh, our, many of our intelligent medicine listeners have really benefited from our push to optimize vitamin D. I mean, I just, I, I I should share them with you when I get them, but I get so many testimonials from people who say, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Since uh, I became aware of vitamin D and I've been tested and I've, uh, you know, taken substantial amounts of vitamin D, my health has uh, ex- experienced a huge turnaround. So thanks for your efforts over the years yeah. uh, in here. Just to give you a, a, a sample um, uh, of some of the articles that you find at vitamin D dot com, right? Not dot org. It's dot com and. Um, Dr. Connell has written an article uh, about how vitamin D may benefit competitive dancers. Whoa, that's interesting.
1: Can you talk to us about yeah. that? Uh, oh, yeah, sure. I mean, uh, back in like, 2008, I wrote a, a paper, I researched I wrote a paper that uh, said that vitamin D would uh, modestly improve athletic performance, and um, that paper um, spawned a lot of uh, other papers, and that they're testing and putting, uh, vitamin D, su- putting, uh, a- athletes on vitamin D supplements. Virtually all the elite athletes, you know, the pro football teams, the basketball teams, they're all on vitamin D. hmm. Including our Olympic team.
0: And especially considering that, it. you know, many athletes are, uh, you know, darker skinned African Americans, uh, dark skinned Hispanics, um, they are particularly right. at high risk and, and, you know, their athletic performance may be hampered by D deficiency.
1: Yeah. And interestingly, there's two NFL studies. What do they call that Camp that players go to that, that sort of try out. The, mm-hmm. I can't remember, but when you go to that camp, uh, the higher your vitamin D level, the more likely you'll make a protein. The Whoa. lower it
0: is,
1: the more.
0: Well, isn't that amazing? Yeah. Well, it's, <laughs> I, it's, it's not going to. It's not too late to help me, but uh, you know, for some right. younger listeners, <laughs> maybe. Uh, yeah. so uh, so so clearly, you know, there's so many benefits. Well, let's let's start with. Um, um, autoimmunity, okay, because that's that's a big issue these days. Yeah, you know, we're talking rheumatoid one, arthritis, yeah. scleroderma, you know, Sjogren syndrome, yeah. uh, lupus, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. What's what's the evidence yeah. for vitamin D there?
1: Well, I mean, uh, maybe multiple sclerosis is just one most tragic, you know, tragic, but it's um, it's obviously that vitamin D has a profound anti-inflammatory effect. Uh, so uh, if you have multiple sclerosis and you get your vitamin D level up to 70 or something like that, the chances of you having another demyelinating event is quite low. Mm-hmm. So, and the same is true. But you know what's interesting about some of these diseases like uh, multiple sclerosis? If uh, a woman in her first trimester of pregnancy has low vitamin D, it, uh, it really increases the chances that that uh, child, Will get multiple sclerosis. Get this, twenty years later. Mm-hmm. Isn't that incredible?
0: Yeah, but also type one diabetes. I've read recently is that that is also an autoimmune disease. Unlike type two diabetes, which is you know kind of a uh, insulin resistant thing. You know where people get it when they eat too much uh-huh. and they don't exercise, they get fat. Right. Uh, type one diabetes, you wipe out your uh, insulin producing cells in the pancreas. That also right. is associated with vitamin D levels. In the mother oh, yeah. during pregnancy, right? Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And plus, it's been known um, for a long time. Like right? the further north you live, the more likely you get uh, type one diabetes.
0: Indeed. Indeed. And,
1: uh, now it's pretty well known. I mean, if your if your levels low, you got a risk. If your levels high, your risk is um, doesn't approach zero, but it's close to approaching zero. I and mean, it's you know what's happening here, Ron. Uh, you know, as a physician, you know the. Antibiotic error in medicine, right? Not error, error. era, E-R-A, era, mm-hmm. E-R-A yeah. right? Before and after, yeah. it was so different. Now there, I won't let you see it, but there's a there will be a vitamin D era, E-R-A, in uh, medicine because everything we know about a disease, take any one you want, is changed by. You know, vitamin D. What's the incidence of type 1 diabetes? Well, the question is, what's the incidence of type 1 diabetes if you have a level of 20? That's the question. Mm hmm. So, and that's true in everything. the Epidemiology, the treatment, the etiology, everything. And the vitamin D era will dwarf right. the uh, antibiotic era.
0: Well, you know, in and, my opinion. And speaking of diabetes, let's not exclude type 2 diabetes because here's, uh, in front of me, I have. Uh, a meta-analysis published in Nutrition Reviews in 2018, uh, looked at the effect of mm-hmm. vitamin D supplementation on inflammation in patients with type 2 diabetes. And we know that these patients are right. very inflamed. Uh, they, as a result, they have more cardiovascular disease. They have, have more, you know, progression to Alzheimer's disease and they, they're sore and achy and, you know, have arthritis when right. they have type 2 diabetes. Well, what they found was, right. uh, and they used high doses up to 6,000 IUs per day or up to 60,000 uh-huh. IUs per week. And they found that uh, the more the better, according to the study,
1: right? Yeah, right. Yeah, per- pretty much, yeah, you know, pretty much the more the better. That's um, that's true. So, yeah, and it's just, uh, That's just true with all these different diseases. I mean, just one after another. So take um, your pick, um, but don't forget your vitamin D. <laughs> well,
0: what about uh, in, in pregnancy? You know, uh, the current recommendations for pregnancy, I think, are pretty paltry. So I have all the... Uh, you know, the, uh, the gals yeah, in my family, the young gals, you know, they go to the, you know, the OBGYN and they say, you know, take your prenatal supplement, which may have as much as a thousand international units of vitamin D, not usually more, maybe less, maybe 800. And I say, okay, fine, great, take additional vitamin D. You know, what, what's your, uh, suggestion for pregnant
1: women? Um, um, now pregnant women need, um, to be sure that uh, when they get pregnant, they have high vitamin D levels. This is the problem. They're vitamin D all the phone, just as good as anybody else's. 70 years son What happens is they, they get pregnant, and then they think in an ideal world they go into their they got an obstetrician on their you know their first visit. Well, that corresponds with the end of the first trimester. Mm-hmm. So the the woman doesn't know she's low, and uh, the damage is done
0: hmm Because that's when the the neurological development occurs, the brain development, which right. is so crucial. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. That's. I mean, that's tragic, but that seems to be the way this.
0: So it would not be untoward to recommend, uh, you know. First of all, I know you're a big advocate for testing, so we always target the test results. But you know, routinely, uh-huh. two thousand international units of vitamin D uh, extra, uh, or up to four or five thousand international units. Would that be too much?
1: Well. These are great questions. I mean, what you're asking is what's the proper dose of vitamin D? Now, when you take penicillin, you don't have to worry about that,
0: right? Mm-hmm. One size fits all.
1: Because, yeah. Um, yeah, because this evil, evil FDA, they've done their job. Mm-hmm. So when you take penicillin, you tell me you're on penicillin, I know you're on an effective dose. In other words, there have been dose-finding studies of every drug that you've ever taken from a prescription. So we know what's a toxic dose, what's the most effective dose, what's the minimum dose, et cetera, all these things. There is no no dose, there are no dose finding studies. It's the one big thing we need academically. All the other studies are almost useless. All the ones we've talked about all have to be Mm -hmm. redone Mm -hmm. because um, until we know the proper dose, then how can you do the studies? You can make a guess. I can make a guess. Anybody can make a guess, but yeah. that's different. You don't know, do that with penicillin. That lower town, or anything you do it with. But you do it with vitamin D. So you have to have a dose sign. that. That's uh, really can, important. But can, it's a can couple have, million dollars, though. You oh, at the very least. Yeah, but that if there's some you know, somebody with some money out there that wants to make a meaningful contribution to human health. Yeah, funding on their own, uh, those finding studies, and I can help them find the people to do that, would be just a remarkable uh, thing to know on your deathbed. I did right. this.
0: Bill and Melinda uh, meant, Gates, I mean we're, we're talking to you because, you know, you're funding yeah. all this, uh, you know, vaccine uh, uh, efforts across the world, and you want to reduce uh, misery, yeah. you know, now that you've made out like a bandit at Microsoft. Okay, well, uh, you may help to alleviate human suffering. Uh, with a contribution of a few million for vitamin d research that would that would be great okay folks at this point let's pause and allow one of our sponsors to share this important message with you so here goes please listen up There's never been a more important time to ensure your immune system is operating at its peak. This is Dr. Ronald Hoffman with a new natural solution from Future Farm Botanicals created exclusively to help promote a better immune response. Elderberry with Zinc and Echinacea. Future Farm's Elderberry with Zinc and Echinacea is the first to combine these three powerful ingredients together. Elderberries packed with antioxidants, vitamins, and may boost your immune system. Echinacea has been shown to activate chemicals in the body that decrease inflammation, and zinc activates T lymphocytes. Low zinc has been associated with increased susceptibility. For more information and order, call 888-841-7216. That's 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com/Hoffman. That's future P-H-A-R-M. Myfuturefarm.com/Hoffman. Elderberry with zinc and echinacea, is all natural, science-based, and works without adverse side effects. Myfuturefarm.com/Hoffman. Myfuturefarm.com/Hoffman. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting our sponsors. They're what make intelligent medicine a continuing free resource to you. Now back to our guest, Dr. John Cannell. Yeah. Um, so yeah. can you help me out with this conundrum, which I have as a clinician, because um, I have some patients uh, who have very low mm-hmm. vitamin D and then I start uh, mm-hmm. prescribing vitamin D and for some of them, uh-huh have what I would term as uh, a hollow leg for vitamin D. That's like, you know, drinkers yeah. they, you know, where do they put it? You know, they just seem to drink and drink right. and they've got a hollow leg. They just put it there and they don't seem to get drunk. Uh, same thing with right. some people for vitamin D. Now, are, is there, are there differences in how people absorb it or how people metabolize it or people's, <laughs> you know, uh, rate of uptake or uh, what's going
1: on there? Right. As a physician, when you get that kind of response, what's your first question to the patient? are you sure you're taking it, Mr
0: yeah. Smith? No compliant. Compliance. <laughs> hey, obvious. Obvious. Right. You know, exactly.
1: Mr Smith says I'm taking it, but you know studies show that he lies a lot. Okay. He's not taking it and he says he is taking it. So how do you know? I mean, if you don't watch him, it's very hard. In terms of all the other things, absorption, the metabolism, yes, yes, and yes, they're all involved. And I have seen patients that I know are taking it because I give it to them and mm-hmm. um, uh, 50,000 units a day in my office and I watch them swallow it. And very, very rarely they won't. It doesn't come up much to their level for some mm-hmm. reason. Mm-hmm. Um, when I use a sublingual preparation in that rare, rare case, that seems to help. So it's probably an absorption
0: problem now so i have a theory that the more inflammation a person has the more they they seem to use up their vitamin d is there anything that like ill people yeah. se- tend to yeah. not uh respond as well and and they require more and right. it takes longer to get up to yeah. the requisite level
1: exactly i mean it's a, what you're talking about is metabolic clearance when you have inflammation you need more oxygen right uh, the cells require more energy, so there's more glucose in, in inflamed cells, and they require more vitamin D, for exactly the same reason. You know, the metabolic clearance uh, is just being used up. Um, if you don't have any diseases, the uh, vitamin D sitting there waiting to be used. If you do, um, you better take enough so that there's a, you know, so that uh, it doesn't get used up in your body. Mm-hmm. That's called, uh, uh, um, you know, that's called, uh, Substrate uh, deficiency, right? For whatever reason, um, for whatever reason, when God designed uh, steroid hormones, He made one that requires human intervention. It's not testosterone or estrogen or mm-hmm. estradiol mm-hmm. or cortisol. It's vitamin D. Mm. If you don't go out in the sun or you don't take the pill, you you have what's called substrate deficiency, uh, and uh, your body cannot. Produce it on its own. It has, you have to give it the building blocks. If you're giving a building blocks and you give the right amount, there won't be any substrate deficiency. And yes, it'll be used up quicker as the disease is brought under control. If in fact it can be with the vitamin D. And and, you know, the answer to that question, how much? uh, Nobody knows. Okay. Because no, those finding studies have been done. But if the FDA was involved, they'd say, okay, you're talking about lupus. I, what's the effect of, yes. dose of lupus? Mm-hmm. And they discover, my goodness, it's twenty thousand units a day because yep. it's yep. being metabolically cleared, like Dr. Hoffman.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Yeah, I get you. Yeah. You know, without those studies, mm-hmm. then you can't. You don't know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So just guess. You
0: know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you know. Also, I must thank you because um, uh, on a personal note. Uh, you know, I wasn't aware of it until you emphasized it for us, that vitamin D is very helpful for immunity. So I stock uh, high-dose vitamin D. Don't take it all the time. I usually take a steady daily dose of vitamin D, about 4,000 a day. Right. Uh, but um, when I get sick, uh, I've got 50,000 IU vitamin D in my bar refrigerator that I keep my vitamins in, and uh, Mm -hmm. that's when I really pour on the vitamin D. So talk to us a little bit about vitamin D and immunity or vitamin D and the relationship to respiratory infections, colds, flus, because a lot of people are kind of apprehensive about that as it gets colder, and it's cold and flu season, and people are talking about the flu shot. Yeah,
1: Yeah, colds and flu was my second, three papers done, landmark papers done. Athletic performance was one. The uh, uh, colds and flu is probably the, the most important. And uh, what you're talking about is uh, treatment. You're, you have a bottle of 50,000 IU capsules in your medicine cabinet, right? Right. And it's a medicine. It should be considered a medicine, not supplement. That's a medicine. And when you get the colds or the flu or some other things, it's because we don't have those finding studies. Nobody knows. But there's other things you take a medicine you take 50 you know take uh 1.25 uh grams of it i'm sorry milligrams of it and it helps it does help It has a treatment effect clearly on influenza but because there are no dose-finding studies it can't be studied
0: mm-hmm.
1: so yeah i mean it, it it definitely works the question is um if your level's at 70 or 80 what is the uh, Reduction? What percentage reduction of colds and flu do you Absent those finding studies, nobody knows.
0: Yeah, So I think what you're getting at is, if say your levels are low, you're likely to uh, achieve a greater benefit than if your levels are nearly optimal. Uh, you know, should oh, you yeah. should you uh, you know really push 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 when your levels are pretty high and do you? No. What about the the risk of overdosing? You know, has that been? Yeah. Uh, you know, I remember in medical school, and you do probably too, is that they said, you know, vitamin D. Be very careful, very careful, because it, it's a fat soluble nutrient. It accumulates, and you know, you can get all kinds of problems with vitamin D. So just be careful. Right. Well, you've really dispelled right. that, haven't you?
1: Well, I mean, uh, you mean is it toxic?
0: Yeah, I mean, of course it's toxic, but is that, you know, yeah. it, is, has it been has no, that been over emphasized?
1: I mean, it's toxic enough, so that's probably the most common rat poison used in the United States. That's oh. how toxic it is.
0: Okay, yeah. I didn't know that.
1: Been used for years and years. It kills rats really well.
0: We just, Isn't that amazing? You, 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 you just Isn't put that uh, <laughs> vitamin D into. No, I didn't realize. It. I mean, I thought that uh, that was actually the no. basis for another medication, which is Coumadin, which just makes them bleed to death. No. Uh, yeah, originally no, been, There are
1: combinations used. They usually combinations of warfarin, and they don't say vitamin D on the rat poison. Oh. It says cholecalciferol. Nobody knows what that means.
0: Okay. Yeah. No. Okay. So so, so yeah.
1: yeah, the rats get hypercalcemic. I mean, it's so cheap; it's a commodity that you can give enough to kill uh, to, uh, to kill a rat uh, financially or whatever that's called uh, mm-hmm. effectively. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. But you want to hear another? And, and a
0: little less toxic. There's if a human a happens to it. inadvertently have that rat poison, I mean, it's, it's, a human is so much all bigger right. than a rat, it's not going to be as much of a problem. All
1: right. All right, so it's a rat poison. Number two, there's a flightless New Zealand parrot called the cuckapoo okay. that is facing extinction, that mm. was facing extinction, mm-hmm. because it couldn't breed in captivity. They, all the Purina cuckapoo channel they gave it, still no babies. Okay. Then they discovered that in the wild these birds eat a Rimu berry and they assess the vitamin D level of the Rimu berry and you, you know, on a per pound basis if you ate what they ate it'd kill you. I mean it's amazing. Yeah. So these little two or three pound chicks require Doses of vitamin D, 100,000 units a day, Hawk, huge dose, 200,000 wow. units a day. Uh-huh. And when they get that, they can breathe. So the cockapoo is now no longer facing extinction. It's, can't, it's not in the wild because it's quite, listen, all those foxes and predators Dan introduced kills them. But they're in the zoo, and reproducing happily, and they're content. So that's the second thing. Vitamin D is a rat poison. Vitamin D saved the kakapo. You want to hear a third one?
0: Okay, sure. Go for it.
1: The U.S. Army experiments all the time with things that will retard mustard gas uh, huh. attacks. Okay. And they found only one thing, and you know what it is.
0: No, I had no yeah. idea.
1: But vitamin D. Yeah, you know, vitamin D significantly retards the terrible uh, tissue degradation and destruction that occurs with mustard gas attacks. Wow. And nothing else is hell. Wow. Wow doesn't prevent awesome. it. I mean, it's just, you know, they're you know, just terribly, horribly scarred instead of, you know, bad, I guess. I'm not sure, but interesting. The same thing. So uh, what we're talking about here around is dose, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, I remember in medical school, uh, that, that guy Paracelsus, did you ever remember what he said? He, he said it in the 800 AD. He said in terms of poison and dose, he said, and I quote, everything is poison. Nothing, nothing is without poison.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The dose, the dose alone.
0: Makes the poison. 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 Yep,
1: the dose that makes poison.
0: Great? Yeah. I mean, that's a profound statement. So in, it terms it of, true.
1: Yeah. in terms of toxicity, the last death that I know of in yeah. the United States occurred in the mid-'80s, Michael Holick's uh, uh, dairy uh, uh, problem. There haven't been any death in the United States since then. And um, the last uh, couple of years ago, they, uh, the poison control analyzed 15,000 people coming to the ER with vitamin D overdose. Like, uh, you know, uh, like they do, you know, when you're in the ER, you know, you can, you know, and nobody died of those 15,000, only three got clinically toxic.
0: Hmm.
1: Wow. Uh, so nobody dies. About 30 people a year die from overdoses of water.
0: Uh, yes, indeed. Oh, it happens yeah. all the time at yeah. marathons. You know, people get and, uh, and about about hyponutritic, about yeah. yeah,
1: about Americans die every year from overdoses of that beautiful McNeil uh, blue and yellow and bright red uh, box. Just, just children roll. and all. And about 3,000 Americans die from that, but half of them kids. That you know be what that beautiful box is? Tylenol, yeah. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, ask a creator. Is that box by McNeil design designed?
0: to attract children. <laughs> oh, yeah. They so, so yeah. <laughs> <You> look like, <laughs> look the look like del- delicious little jelly beans. They really do.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Isn't so, that slimy? I yeah. Mean, gee. yeah. yeah. Uh, the question I wanted to pose, you know, our time is limited. We could really go on and on because you're such a wealth of knowledge. But uh, some people propose that vitamin D is best absorbed in... Uh, with certain combinations so you know sometimes it's made with uh, like a pepper extract um, that is supposedly amps up its absorption uh, others claim that you need to take uh, magnesium with it to make it more effective what, what's your take on that
1: no nobody knows i, I wrote a lot about that in the uh, 10, 15 years ago, I designed some supplements for purity products that had magnesium yep. and mm-hmm. K2 yep. stuff in them. I designed the uh, same thing for Biotech Pharmacal. And again, uh, and just you for example, take zinc. Yep. Now, there are some people with low zinc. Yep.
0: And, uh,
1: the vitamin D receptor in your body is like a glove waiting to catch some vitamin D. And based on the fingers of that glove are zinc molecules. So my question to you is, what happens to that glove, to those fingers, if they're not in the molecules in your body? Mm. Nobody knows. Right. But okay. it can't be good, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it
1: can't be good. So you put some zinc in just to be sure that the person has enough zinc. Ditto magnesium, which is, as you know, much more of a problem. Mm-hmm. That magnesium is needed for almost all of the, the metabolic steps of vitamin D. So That's another one of those ubiquitous are, uh, things that does yeah, a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. And, no, you can make. I researched all of it. Boron, same thing. I had some boron. Uh, K two, same thing. Mm-hmm. But in terms of being essential and not working without it, that's not true. And I never claimed that. It's just yeah. it appears it might be better. Yeah. Uh, why not?
0: Great. Okay, so uh, what's today's uh, take home message? Uh, first of all, where can people get more information about vitamin D? And your website's a great place to start.
1: Now, um um uh, uh, Again, that's those finding studies. People are going to say, how much should I take? And <laughs> you know, we have discussed that and without them, we don't, we really don't know. But in terms of vitamin D information, I you know, just uh, go to our website. We, we're the oldest and largest. We've got almost 20, uh, 20,000 website pages, uh, that are waiting to be read. I just discovered yesterday that we've got like 4,000 broken links in our website. So you know, Google can't crawl them and all the, Things I've written about the things we've talked about today are unaccessible to the general public. But uh, I've got finally got somebody on that who's doing. See, we're around. It's a C C L
0: issue, or, or is C? What is it called? Uh, I don't know. There's a there's a word for it, like getting preferential uh, placement in Google. Yeah,
1: S D O on. Uh, SEO, SEO. Yeah, yep. SEO, yeah, SEO. Right. Yeah, we're doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the problem is we've been facing insolvent, flittering on insolvency for a couple of months. And, you know, instead of 80,000 in a bank account, because we only take in 180,000 a year donation and stuff. So, and, and, uh, so instead of that 80,000 nice cushion, we, we're down to like 20,000. So, um, um, I've had to lay off a, I've, a, uh, I, I'm not, no longer taking a salary, um, and I've got people kind of working on this to sort of get it done. But no, it's um, it's being done, but we desperately need some uh, donations. You
0: so. need some angels. Okay, so let's... You want to know
1: how bad yeah. our donation system was? I no. mean, if you gave us $1,000 two years ago, yeah, instead of us knowing who you are yeah. and where you live yeah. and what your age Sometimes all we had was an email address.
0: Ooh, that's not good. That's not
1: <laughs> that's good. A, that's how primitive our uh, operation
0: You know what you some. what you need to do is you need to get some people who are uh, you know uh, former employees of the Democratic Party or the Republican Party. You need those people because <laughs> those people they're raking it in. They're raking it in.
1: <laughs> uh, right. Yeah,
0: maybe some You're disgruntled right. <laughs> uh, you know political operatives that they'll, they'll get you some yeah. money. All right, but
1: Well it is a pleasure talking to you. Oh, it it's is just indeed. a pleasure talking to somebody who asks really great questions, who's knowledgeable about this, and it's just wonderful.
0: Well, I—it's yeah. yeah, the pleasure is all mine, and you know we should do this more often because uh, your wealth of information—we've only just scratched the surface of uh, the vast yeah. amount of material uh, available on the subject of vitamin D. And again, you know, profound yeah. thanks because you—you know—you uh, y- know, you may have had a, a broken website, but boy, you have profoundly. Uh, affected the lives of so many people out there, and that's got to be uh, gratifying to you, if not financially remunerative.
1: It, uh, well, it's not financially remunerative. In my, my I have mild autism, and I don't sort of dwell on things most people do. I got this really nice letter. I'll forward it to you from a, sure. a mother. In 10, 10, 2012, I, I basically, I gave her son who had autism correct amounts of vitamin D, and he did real well. And She wrote me this letters that you must be really proud of and you know I thought about that time but I I only could help about two thirds of the kids so one third I couldn't help and you know tons of different that's where my that's where my uh, mind dwells. <laughs> mm-hmm. One third I couldn't help, but that's just my nature. Sorry,
0: so. okay. Well, it sounds like the the theme of the catcher in the rye. You know, there's some that get away from you and uh, fall off the cliff, and you know, there's nothing we can do about right. that, unfortunately. With present knowledge, thank you so much for joining us, uh, John Cannell. Yeah, and uh, once you're again, welcome. And uh, you're welcome. dot com.
1: I hope your patients know what a great doctor they have in here. Well, I'll see you around. Thanks for yeah. thanks for calling me.